Greetings, everyone. I'm Carla Angel, and welcome to my first podcast, The Last Boat. I'll begin by saying, get into the boat, the arc of safety. While there is so much to say and so little time to say it, I want to admonish all of you to go to the Holy Bible for the infallible word of the living God and seek him while he may be found. Jesus was given a few short years to proclaim to us that the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, is at hand. I too have been given a short window of time to proclaim to you that the second coming of Christ is nigh. All scripture referenced is from the King James Version, public domain. In the time allotted, we are only able to scratch the surface of the revelation that awaits those that will seek to know God for themselves. Today, we will focus on the purpose and reason that has compelled me to launch this platform. I don't know about you, but when God speaks, it often interrupts my so-called plan and always changes the course in the way I should go. Now, that doesn't mean that I won't achieve my desired end. It simply means because he is the way, the truth, and the life, he interrupts me to give me instruction, to lead me in the way I should go, which is according to his will, as he leads me into all truth through the lessons that I learn on the journey to not only eternal life and the life I desire to live, but to a lifestyle beyond my expectations that God has purposed and planned for me before the foundation of the world. This reminds me of the scripture in Hebrews 10:7, which states, In the volume of the book it is written of me, to do thy will, O God. God declares the end from the beginning by showing unto us the end result that we may have faith to run the race that is set before us. Then he takes us to the beginning or start us on the path that leads to our desired end. Unfortunately, many are discouraged right away because they expect an end without a beginning. They expect heaven without the trials and tribulations of hell on earth. But in order to obtain the promise, the desired end, we must start at the beginning, not faint, but patiently endure throughout the process. When I began Angel Enterprise Company, it was for the purpose of launching a product. I leapt for joy because finally, after 60 years of living on this earth, I knew what I had desired to do all my life. I don't know about you, but for me, my life always seemed like this big jigsaw puzzle with pieces that didn't fit or match. I can look back and see several incomplete puzzles. The one consolation, however, is that throughout life, I held on to the pieces of me, Carlo Angel, and let go of the pieces that were not a part of my eternal equation. I'll stop to say, if you are wondering what pieces in your life to keep and which pieces to discard, just take peace for peace. If it gives you peace of mind in your heart and soul, then keep that peace. If it doesn't, toss it. Now that I had discovered my purpose, which was something my mother longed for me to know, I began fervently to bring it to fruition. When I was at the last step, ready to present my business plan and acquire the necessary funding, I was reminded by the precious Holy Spirit that there was something I needed to do first. What I wondered, he kept it simple as he expressed to me that he needed me as a witness to testify of what God had done in my life. My immediate response was, okay, let's get this over with so I can concentrate on what I have longed for. But it wasn't that simple. He wanted me to express with my whole heart, like Caleb, wholeheartedly what Christ had done for me over these last 40 years and prior thereto. Over the years, I have spoken in a few local churches, tried to write and self-publish a few books, 
but I wasn't quite ready or expecting to be called on to testify about the goodness of God. Even though I've always been thrust into the forefront, I prefer the back seat of life. So I put my hand to writing mini books on a project that I was working on that had gone south, the gateway to reconciliation. Unbeknown to me, this project would discipline me in preparation for what awaited. I remember at the beginning of 2020, I heard as if it were the sound of seven trumpets sounding, each sounding louder than the one before. I didn't quite understand, but I knew each trumpet represented a year and each sound was a warning of things to come. With things getting worse each year as the blast from each trumpet became louder and louder. Shortly thereafter, a global outbreak occurred, and I found myself pinning the book, The Gateway to Reconciliation, The Answer for Pandemic. I knew that I needed to write The Gateway to Reconciliation, the word of reconciliation, following this, because now is the time for mankind to be reconciled with God before it is too late. I'm currently in the process of pinning The Gateway to Reconciliation, the Ministry of Reconciliation, to complete this trilogy. Thereafter, I will pin the gathering of his flock, which was given to me when my mother became ill in 2002. This will be the final mini book that I believe I am required to bring forth as evidence of what God has revealed to me through his word or through a vision, dream, or life experience. The mini books are available to purchase from any major retailer, and I will expound on them during a podcast should time permit. A blog has also been established on our website so I can express to you certain revelations or in exegesis of what I have been given by the Holy Spirit. I'll testify to what has been revealed to me in hope that my light may shine and draw many unto the Lord, that you too may be saved. The podcast came about from the need for me to tell the vision. A few years ago, I had a dream in which I saw myself encouraging people to get into boats and cross with me to the other side. After making several trips back and forth, compelling onlookers to get into the boats, many just watched in amazement, wondering what was the fuss and urgency all about. It often appeared this warning was falling on deaf ears. On one particular occasion, as I reached the shore, I recalled turning to look at those on the other side who hesitated to get into the boats. All of a sudden, in unison, they looked toward the sky as if something was on the horizon. In a matter of seconds, Fear came over their faces and they began to yell to me to send back the boats so they could get in and take refuge. When I looked for the boats to send back to them, the boats had disappeared. I immediately began to say, there are no more boats. That was the last boat. As they cried over and over again in desperation, I continued to proclaim, there are no more boats. That was the last boat. As their attention was quickly turned back to the sky, an unbelievable fear of sudden destruction came upon them with wailing. When I attempted to see if I could swim over to save them, God turned my attention away from the destruction occurring and led me on my way on the other side into paradise. Whenever God reveals something to me in a dream or vision, I always go to the word of God for the revelation. In this case, I was led to scriptures that refer to the many times Jesus said to his disciples to go to the other side along with scriptures regarding Goshen, the promised land, paradise, the days of Noah, and the ark of safety. When we speak of the other side, we speak of a separating in which God has always placed a difference between good and evil, light and darkness, that which is his and that which is not. In Exodus 8 and 9, when the plague was upon Egypt, God had his people safely in Goshen, a place of comfort and plenty to shield them from present devastation. 
Also, much like the younger generation today, God led a new generation who had never experienced Egypt into the promised land flowing with milk and honey. Along with them, the only two types of people who entered into the promised land having experienced Egypt were those like Caleb who served God wholeheartedly without doubting and those like Joshua who received Christ as their salvation. In Luke 23, Jesus said to one of the thieves on the cross, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise, clearly indicating a prepared place separated from the destination of the other thief. When Jesus spoke to his disciples in the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, to go to the other side, the boat, the mode of transportation, is the key factor. Boats are significant in scripture, not just as modes of transportation, but utilized as one source of income or as a pulpit from which Jesus often preached. One of the first vessels utilized as a boat was the ark built by Noah in Genesis 6. And just like this ark was symbolic to preserve life from never before seen coming destruction, Jesus Christ is our ark of safety who saves us from eternal damnation and destruction that has never been seen. Though we may cry out compelling many to get into the boat, the ark of safety, Jesus Christ, many will still remain gazed, not willing to move in one direction or another until sudden destruction catches them in unawares. Let that not be you. Receive Jesus as the only begotten Son of the living God. Believe on him and you shall be saved. The last scripture I would like to share with you in today's podcast is from 1 Thessalonians 5. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light, and the children of the day. We are not of the night, nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken, are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together, and edify one another, even as also ye do. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you, and are over you in the Lord, and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake, and be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all men. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit, despise not prophesying, prove all things, hold fast that which is good, abstain from all appearance of evil, and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. Brethren, pray for us. Greet all the brethren with an holy kiss. I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read unto all holy brethren. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen.
In the upcoming podcast, we will explore the warnings and promises of God as I continue to testify of his goodness, his mercy, and his loving kindness towards us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Remember, get into the boat, the ark of safety, Jesus Christ. Thank you for having an ear to hear. Until the appointed time, God be with you. Au revoir.